Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The third season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season three, episode 12, The Reunion. What happened in this episode? I'm sorry to maybe that our one fan. This is probably going to be a short episode because I had like no notes. It was very disappointing. I mean, I did, I did write some notes because I think there was a few things in it that was like really toxic that I think we need to talk about. I wrote like that much. Normally I write at least a page. I've got a page and a half. <laughs> I know I normally have that much, but start out. Well, at the beginning, you know, I don't remember some of these people. Oh, <laughs> like, actually, sure. I made a note. I made a note. I have not watched the full like intro in a hot minute normally I fast forward it and I watched it and I was like wow Bradley's super awkward and Bonnie's laugh is like perfection of awkwardness both are just like there was two I think it was two women sitting there that I have no memory of whatsoever they must have been like the first two out the one with the long hair, I don't know who she is. I wish her. I and then there's the one with the short hair whose model fainted with, at the end. Oh, I remember her. No, I remember her. her I don't remember like, her at all. Wasn't her name like Diane or something? I think that was last season. <laughs> I remember. I remember her. I re- actually, let's look this up. Let's look this up. Okay. I don't remember the long hair lady. Yeah, no, I don't remember her at all. The next thing I put was, I was like, I was like, I was like, and I don't remember which one said it, but they were telling a story about something, about like someone running into them. I think it was the short haired woman, someone seeing them in public and recognizing them. And they were like, you suck. And the person yes, ran away. Yes, yes, yes. And she was telling the story and she was like, I was like, huh? I was huh? Like, huh? Like, <laughs> like, she just kept saying, I was like, and then making different facial expressions. Um, and while you look okay, that think, up, they really- I think the long hair lady was Stacy because she was the first to go home. I don't have oh. any memory of her. The short hair lady's name is Catherine. I vaguely recall there being someone named Catherine. <laughs> that's her. That's Catherine. As soon as I saw the name Catherine, I was like, oh, that's her. But anyway, yeah. They um, say that Milan showed at Fashion Week. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like separately from Project Runway. It sounds like he's living his best life after the show. Yeah. He said that he got like 2,000 emails from supporters and like people. He said 2 million. Did he say 2 million? Yeah. I'm sure he's exaggerating, but yeah, he said 2 million. Okay. I was only half listening at that point then. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of towards the end. Um, Do you believe Angela was mobbed in LA? she said she was mobbed she said she was mobbed in la like like robbed no mobbed as in like <laughs> lots of people recognized her and mobbed her no i don't no. believe it at all <laughs> Not at all. i, I do would... believe she probably had people approach her and like sympathize with her because she mentions the mom episode but i i don't think that there were like lots of people like oh my god you're angela from project Run-. no i don't think that <laughs> No, no, 
no i no <laughs> it didn't happen lady it didn't happen but i should say that they mentioned in the beginning they'll show us later that the fan favorite who's got voted on bravo is gonna win ten thousand dollars that's kind of cool. surprised yeah i was surprised yeah who did you predict was gonna win kane might me too i thought it was gonna be kane for sure i thought it was gonna be kane or robert best I see. I didn't think it would be Robert Best. He just was the snark. He had just the perfect level of snarky. The only clips they showed of him was about him being boring, which I think see, there was a reason for. See, no, I think though, if this show had aired today, everyone would love Robert Best. I don't think people back in 2006, 2007, like that, yeah. people didn't get snark. And now we love Stark. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't think he had as many highlight moments as Kane did. Yeah, I re- I I was actually really surprised he wasn't the fan favorite. For sure. I'm not disappointed he won, but oh no, no, not at all. But I no. I predicted at the beginning, I was like, I think Kane's gonna win the fan favorite. Yeah, me too. I said the same, <laughs> same thing. Um Apparently no one recognizes Bradley because he cut his hair and I forgot how much I miss Bradley, my homeless I know. I love Bradley. Um, they ask, they have like fan questions they write in and someone wrote in to ask Laura if she ever wears jeans. And Heidi points out that she's never seen Tim in jeans. Which and that's what I, I said. I, oh, I looked up, wonder is it? And it's very weird. <laughs> he's in like a suit jacket or whatever like a with like a pink shirt and plaid tie and then like gray jeans and tennis shoes for anyone faded knees yeah it's weird isn't it there's a couple others and they're just it's yeah i wrote that tim gun wears jeans oh okay that's not so that's not as as bad at least it's a t-shirt under a suit jacket this is a really small one there we go oh no tim no <laughs> look at those sunglasses and the butt butt like bill buckle no <laughs> tim go home yeah so tim those gonna the only examples. so handsome those are the only ones where he's wearing jeans <laughs> i'm just laughing at the, the title of that photo yeah, I wrote that. Whoa, we learned Tim Gunn wears jeans. And Laura does not own a pair of jeans. She wears riding pants. Riding pants and boots. Because I guess she rides horses. God, she must be so fucking rich. It sounds like she must be very rich, yeah. In New York. Well, she's and not house- like she lives in New York, though, doesn't she? Didn't she? Didn't she live in like Connecticut or something? Which also points to her probably having money. Same thing. <laughs> Point. Um, and then they bring in Keith, who I yes. also completely forgot about. <laughs> I remember him. I remember him as soon as they said they were bringing him out, but I forgot that even happened this season. Uh, he's a douche. And then I wrote, because Tim Gunn made a comment that like, or maybe it was Heidi. I don't remember. Someone made a comment that they expected him to be in the final four. And I was like, no way. No way. Yeah, they said at the beginning, Heidi said she that the judges expected him to make it to the end 
but anyone that didn't listen to that podcast he was kicked out because he left production for several hours and he had books and it's in their contract that they're not allowed to have any fashion books and he tried to blame the show he tried he he claims i mean he says that's not what he's doing but he he thinks it's a conspiracy that the producers planted the books in his room he said he brought the books the producers took away the books because they weren't allowed which actually like contradicts what he says because earlier he said that he didn't realize that those books weren't allowed yeah and anyways he, they argue about it he says that he didn't see it in the contract and every other and designer was like, like it was in the contract it was bold it was yeah. bolded and then he was like okay yeah i brought the books they took them away i didn't know i need i couldn't have those books but then they randomly appeared again and i left because I was heated and the producer let me and Tim Dunn was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Basically, <laughs> what did he say? He seems like the type of guy that like never does anything wrong and has an explanation for everything. Which is the person like, I don't like. He's just going to wear you down by explaining it away over and over again. I can't stand a person who can't just stand up and be like, I fucked up. Yeah. Like he thinks to at least up to this point that he still did not deserve to be kicked off and every other designer's there like we all had to follow the same rules he broke yeah you messed (laughs) up and i don't remember why so keep questioning's awkward as fuck it got awkward towards the end who with with tim gunn and keith questioning got awkward oh because they kind of started arguing yeah it was it was awkward. like i know the production assistants on the show and they did not plant those books in your room there was not a conspiracy and he's like i'm not saying there's a conspiracy i'm just saying that the books appeared and jim's like that didn't happen <laughs> it didn't happen if the books just appeared then yes it's a conspiracy yeah. <laughs> but oh we find out that tim gunn does not design fashion but he has art and we need to find some of his original work. i looked it up i tried there isn't any online apparently he got like he has a degree in sculpture but then he went on and did fashion education and like i he guys he must not do it regularly because i could not find anything online i tried Aww. that sucks and then i don't know why i wrote i miss homeless bradley i don't probably because he shaved his head um i I put i love bradley we forgot to email him oh (laughs) let's email him right now (laughs) you write them (laughs) what should we no no i'm inspired by air not pencils i'll tell you what to write (laughs) we'll do it another time i'm not gonna email him live on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) that would be wonderful but we'll do another time um, <laughs> I said Vincent's talking mad shit. Vincent just—he looked really bad in this episode. He did. Um, it starts out with apparently he's done some interviews where he says that Tim Gunn has been bad mouthing him, oh, and that and Tim Gunn did basically didn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, Tim Gunn was like, "Have you read my blog? Because everything I've written was about your designs, and nothing was ever about you." personally and of course he has not read his blog he's just heard from other people that tim gunn didn't like his designs and so he tells everyone tim gunn's bad mouthing him but then he goes on to talk about how every other designer there are amateurs 
And I think Uli really nailed him. She responds and asks why he's on a show with a bunch of amateurs. And why aren't you famous? Yeah, like why, why are you well known? If you think all of us are amateurs, why are you even here with us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, why are you here with us? And why aren't you well known? Basically saying like, why aren't you Mac- like up there with Michael Kors? You're not. Yeah. And I think she, she nailed him. Like right there, like it was, it was good. And then I'm not gonna spill the beans. I'm gonna go with the flow, but it gets worse for Vincent later. It does. That's one of the toxic moments that I said we're gonna need to break down. (laughs) We need to talk about it. They pointed out that King talks really fast. I never noticed that, but probably because I talk really fast. I think it's a California thing. I've been told that. Yeah, I talk really fast. Yeah, no, when I moved to Massachusetts for that year, when I lived with my grandma, everyone's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and they're like, why do you say hell every two words? I was like, I don't. They're like, yeah, you do. I'm like, I don't. Maybe said it once today. Once is like a lot outside of California, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a weird thing to say if you're not from here. Well, I told them, and I was like, this is, you know, Cape Cod, that part of Massachusetts. They say wicked, like, no one's business it's like you say wicked every two seconds and they're like no we don't i'm like same thing (laughs) but yeah they're like you talk really really fast i remember one time i was at i was visiting a friend at walmart who worked at walmart and chelsea happened to be there and i ran into her and we were talking like we were exchanging like ideas, like, oh, we should do this, this, and this, this later, call me later, we'll do this, 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 and this. And she walked away and I went back to him. He was like, that was literally bleh. Like, <laughs> you talked so fast. I don't I, I don't know what you said. I was like, what? And he's like, I don't know what you said. I was like, oh, we made plans for like Friday and Saturday. <laughs> so he's not from California. <laughs> It was California, but really, maybe me and my girlfriend just talk extra fast when we're excited. I think that's what it was, too. Like, I think girls, California girls just talk even faster Yeah, they're with their good friends (laughs) and they're excited. They also talk about how Milan talks and they ask about his accent and he says it's Taiwan, Hong Kong, Australia, American. Which means he made it up. Yeah, he for sure made it up. Um, And then they show clips of his laugh, which is so ominous. I thought he sounded like the Joker. I think it's mean. I think it's mean to make fun of someone's laugh. He has an ominous laugh. (laughs) I mean, I've been made fun of my laugh before. I think it's really mean. (laughs) I mean, okay, when he laughed on the couch I was like holy shit what was that but then when they showed the rest of his laughs it was cute it was a cute laugh but I'm not laugh- saying I think he's a serial killer or something I just think his laugh is a little ominous it was evil on the couch the other laughs they showed weren't so evil but yeah um oh we get to Angela and Jeffrey yeah in the mom and I said again I would have fought him I would have fought him yeah I would have I- Angela probably should taken it up with should have taken it up with him right there. But like he stands by making her mom cry. He says he didn't intend to make her cry, but he still thinks her mom was trying to sabotage him. 
And then they ask if he ever apologized. And he said he never had the chance. And Angela goes, that's not true. Because I straight up asked you to apologize. And you said you had nothing to apologize for. I would have fought him. I'm sorry. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. But you don't touch them. Yeah. I would have thrown it all away. I would have fought him. Yeah. He's he's such a jerk. Oh, I don't. Clearly, he would have won because he's a man. But I still would have fought him. I would have thrown a punch yeah speaking of that my would have made good footage okay <laughs> yeah your co-worker my co-worker got in a fucking physical fight during work hours at fucking office depot and i'm like do not tell people you got a fight <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling all of our like three listeners <laughs> they don't know who i'm talking about <laughs> but yeah i sent her on an errand to go to office depot and she punched the lady in the face Wow. She pushed her though. Awkward. <laughs> I know. I was just like, why? What? You can't well, go you anywhere. Know, yeah, don't send her on any more errands. <laughs> can't go anywhere. Anyways. But yeah, no, Jeff probably wouldn't last two seconds with this coworker. <laughs> Then we come to some never before seen footage. They show us some never before seen footage from the original show where Vincent throws a temper tantrum. Yes. Oh my God. I How said did Vincent you feel crazy. about Vincent now? I said, Vincent is crazy, not funny crazy. He's absolutely fucking crazy. You cannot talk to people like that. Yeah. So he has a temper tantrum because production washed his clothes. Like, apparently, production washes the designer's clothes. He left a note telling them not to because they were going to destroy his shirts. And they did. They washed his clothes. I'm assuming they needed to be dry cleaned or something. I don't know. know, He says he'd rather wear them smelly than let production wash them. That's what he said. He would just stink instead. He was just going to wear them dirty. But beyond all that, he screams at a production assistant. And... It's literally really abusive behavior. It's yeah, awful. no, like, it's fucking psycho behavior. This was not funny. Okay. Like some of the other designers are laughing, which I imagine some of it is just how uncomfortable they are. But like it's even like all the designers watching it, the never before seen footage, like they're laughing. And I'm like, this isn't funny. Like this was really like, what this made it worse is that Vincent was laughing hysterically at it yeah it wasn't funny it was not funny even they showed kane and michael upstairs and they're like he's fucking psycho and he's like i was about to say the same thing it's really abusive like don't talk to people like that like i don't care that your shirt's ruined you got no right to scream at someone over it (laughs) right no you don't talk to people like that it's just horrible yeah they're just doing their job even if it's a mistake shit they they show the i don't know if it was the camera guy or the production assistant they show one of their faces and the guy's just like (laughs) like i don't even know that the people you were yelling at he was yelling at were the people responsible for his washing his clothes like he was just screaming at all the staff which kind of showed his true colors that's actually why my coworker punched a girl in the face because she was doing that at Office Depot. The girl she punched, she was being like a crazy person. 
yelling at an old lady. And then she said, if you're going to yell at the old lady, why don't you yell at me? And then it turned into like a fight. <laughs> but yeah, no, don't talk to people like that. Like, okay. You can you be disappointed my, that your shirt got ruined. It's okay to be disappointed. Remember my debacle with my Lady Gaga tickets? Yes, I do. I had to cancel my tickets because the guy was screaming at me. And so I canceled them thinking like, oh, my dad's going to be so mad at me, blah, 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 blah. But when I finally was like, I'm going to get this resolved. And I called them and said, I know this isn't your fault. I know this isn't your problem. I'm sorry I have to take this call, but I'm not getting off the phone until this gets resolved. I'm not going to yell. I'm just not going to get off the phone until this gets resolved. And it got resolved because I was nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had to call when there's been problems before and I'm always very nice. Like I never yell at anyone, but I have been like, <laughs> I, I did tell someone, I was like, I just want you to let your boss know this is stupid. <laughs> like I should not be having to call about this. I know it's not your fault, but send word up the company that this should not be happening. <laughs> That's basically what happened with the Gaga tickets. I was like, please, like you guys say it's recorded. Please listen to the recording. Like you can tell, like I'm fucking distraught. This guy's screaming at me. <laughs> That's what happened was, this is the dumbest thing. And I know it's off rant, but like, what happened was Gaga's tickets went on pre-sale if you had a certain credit card, you can buy the tickets. My dad had that credit card. I was like, dad, you have this credit card. Can I use your credit card information to buy two tickets so I can get two seats early to Gaga because she's a hot amenity right now because she's just in the Super Bowl. Even though everyone hated Joanne album, but I like Joanne. <laughs> I like that album. So I was like, everyone's going to want to buy tickets you know three weeks ago no one wanted them I mean, <laughs> that no Super one Bowl performance was good though it like. was good <laughs> I liked I generally liked Joanne I I liked it better than the last album it was like harmonic I don't even listen to it I couldn't I couldn't get through it but so I bought the tickets and then I went to go transfer them into my name. And they're like, no, you can't do that. I was like, why can't I do that? And they're like, the ticket is the credit card. I was like, what? They're like, yes, the ticket is the credit card. You can't transfer it. I was like, that's stupid. What if this doesn't my- make any sense? Because yeah, what if it's a gift? Like that's what I said. I was like, it's a gift. Or like, what if my dad what if I couldn't go and I wanted to sell them? He's selling the ticket to me. That's it. Because I said, Dad, will you purchase this ticket? And I and I transferred him the money that day when I did it. And I was like, it's a transaction. Like, if I own the ticket, why can't I give it to somebody? And they're like, that's not how it works. It's like, but I own the ticket. My dad owns the ticket. Why can't he give it to me? And then... I, very nicely but then the guy was like started getting really really mad at me and I'm like what I was like no I'm not I'm like I need these tickets these are my tickets and he started screaming at me being like if you keep you either keep the tickets in your dad's name and your dad loses the money or you cancel it right now and if you don't cancel them right now 
you're going to get fined. Like basically saying like this horrible stuff. And I was like, oh my God, my dad's going to fucking kill me that I'm making this huge deal. And I'm like crying on the phone. And I think that's actually why they ended up giving me free tickets. It's because I think they, a manager finally heard the phone call. Because I called like multiple times. Always nice, always nice. But I was just like, no, I'm not letting this go. Those are my tickets. I paid for those tickets. Those are my tickets. And I got, I didn't get my original seats, but they gave me seats in the same price range. And I was perfectly fine with that. I was like, I don't care where you sit me. I just want my cargo tickets. I paid for it. That's understandable. But I got to see Lady Gaga for free. <laughs> I the think time, I had to pay some like fee. I didn't care. The like, time I told the uh, the person on the phone that their company was stupid, it was Hulu. And what happened was we have a Hulu account, and like there's mm-hmm. multiple family members use the same account, and one of them we don't know who accidentally signed up for an additional service, and it was like sixty dollars a month. Oh, this kind of for life. Yeah. And my mom was like, my mom got the text and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I'm not paying for this. And so she went to like, she's like, what do I do? And so I called Hulu and was like, we don't want this service. This was signed up for accidentally. Can you take it off? And they're like, well, you already signed up for it for this month. So we're going to charge you for this month, but we'll take it off on the next bill. And I was like, no, 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 we didn't use it. Like it was signed up for like an hour ago or whatever. Like we don't want it. And they were like, well, what? yeah, she's like, we can't do that. And I was like, like the only option was to cancel our entire Hulu account to not be charged. And so on the phone, she had to cancel our entire account and then make an entirely new Hulu account. And I was like, I know this isn't your fault but you need to tell your company that this is stupid and you should be able to just remove it. <laughs> like this should not have happened. Oh, at that point, normally I don't ask for, like there's, uh, you know, there's sometimes where you have to be like, can I talk to a different representative? Because <laughs> sometimes people don't, maybe they're new, maybe they're never trained on it properly. You don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, um, can I talk to someone else <laughs> against you? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I was just like, this I just want you to know this is very stupid we should not have to delete an account like we literally had to go through the entire thing to delete a Hulu account and then she had to take all the information and create a brand new account that sucks I remember one time so stupid I don't normally like Comcast like I have to have Comcast that's like the only thing that works in my area um but I don't know how Everett did it but Everett like bought a movie using the remote yeah and I called them I was like I did not watch this movie I don't know what this movie is I, I can I please I, you know it's not a lot of money but can I like get a refund on it this is like crazy he bought like a $12.99 movie I'm like also <laughs> what is $12.99 movie and they're like oh yeah we can see you never watched it and they're like yeah it doesn't go with like what you watch I was like oh you know what I watch <laughs> Anyways, off of her rant. The point of all that is neither of us yelled at anyone when stuff went wrong. (laughs) We did not scream and abuse a production assistant like Vincent does. Vincent sucks. And now we know. Yeah, he he sucks. Um, 
anyways, we get to find out who is the fan favorite. Drum roll. Oh, you want me to say Michael Knight? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I want you to say, well, I'm pointing at you. Michael Knight's the fan favorite. Michael Kors and Nina Garcia come out and give him a giant check. He's, he's stunned. I mean, he's good. I was a little surprised he was a fan favorite. I did think it was going to be Kane. I thought it was going to be Kane. But I guess maybe fan favorites are going off in designs. I still don't understand how Michael did it win the season. Even all the, the contestants were like, it's going to be Michael. I mean, I guess he's likable. I like his... But he, I, I'm sure like, like personality-wise, a lot of the times when it comes to reality shows, it's like the person with the biggest personality is the fan favorite. Yeah, that's why I thought Kay, but I guess maybe they're just going off designs. I don't know. I mean, right around the same time, Evil Dick was on Big Brother, and he was the fan favorite. <laughs> I think can he we was talk repeatedly about- the fan favorite. <laughs> When we're done, can we talk about Celebrity Big Brother? I haven't watched. I only looked up. I didn't watch thing. it, but there's a huge drama going on. Oh, we'll get to it later. Okay. We'll get to it later. Because <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. Um, oh, and then they showed their models. And I said, man. Oh, before that, to- though, I thought oh. this was interesting. Um, they break down their system for scoring, which I've never heard them do before. Oh, yeah. And they actually get to ask some questions about it. Yeah. Heidi says that each judge gives each design a score one through five. Um, and then they add the scores together to come up who, with who's going to be at the top and who's going to be at the bottom. Um, they said the Q&A does sometimes change their scores. And then Nina says she judges by what the challenge was. Was it creative, realistic, and imaginative? And Michael says he's not looking at an entire body of work. Each challenge is judged separately. It, is it the best that designer could do? I thought that, that was, was interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then Angela asked, like, oh, my sure. dog challenge had a different story. Would you change? Would you, would it have changed? And they're like, no. <laughs> her no. story was that her model was supposed to be like an au pair. And it was like the worst outfit ever. It was so bad. And they just, Michael, of course, called it was a hooker. It was a hooker yeah. outfit. She asked if it would have been, if it's, the story had been different, if she would have been judged different. And Nina literally laughs and says no. <laughs> um, Heidi says it was a hoochie mama outfit. And Michael says she's a hooker. <laughs> no, it was like, that was judged on the clothes. They were bad. Who would hold that challenge? Uh, I don't know. I, I forget. Because I can't, I'm, I can't believe Angela didn't go home. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Kane asks about his couture dress, if it should have been in a different color or if it had been a solid color, whether he would have. Got better. Yeah. And Michael talks about how. He says he talks about having to like it's okay to be over the top, but you have to learn how to like temper it. Yeah. Oh, what happened was I think they said like, oh, it might have been better if it was in a solid color, but those are the color choices you made. And then Kane says something like, oh, people like again, I liked that dress. And he's like, I did like that dress. Yeah. A lot of people came up to me like, I really really like that dress. And he's like, everyone has a different taste level. This wasn't our taste. The judges did not like it. Um. 
Allison talks about her, or I guess the the recycle challenge was one of the, they said was a controversial episode. And Allison talks about, she went home on that one. Mm-hmm. And Gaga. She liked her outfit when it was on the mannequin, but not on the model. And they were like, well, when you saw that you didn't like it on the model, you should have edited and made it work. Which I get what they're saying, but I still think she was ahead of her time and she should not have gone home that episode. (laughs) She invented Gaga. She did. (laughs) She. I'm still convinced Gaga watched that episode and was like, (laughs) there's my little head. I got it out of my head. Like people, we did our research. It was like two years before Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> um, some I don't remember who asked, but someone asked if the judges ever changed their mind later or after they see the episode. And Michael says sometimes he changes his mind like when he first sees it. He has like a first impression, and then sometimes when he looks closer, he changes his mind, but he never does after the episode yeah. occurs. He sleeps well at night basically (laughs) think twice about it um now we get to the models which i think is another toxic moment that we should talk about i said oh man we missed out on morgan 2.0 apparently amanda was basically morgan i don't know that that's what i they talk about frequently in the lineup it's it's two different models, but specifically one regularly nearly faints when they're out there. And I don't think we should laugh at a fact that like, oh, they're saying that like, oh, it was only when she was at the bottom. But I don't think it's okay to laugh at the fact that a model is repeatedly nearly fainting. On the yeah, that means like, she's probably not eating, right? Yeah. And I mean, Heidi at one point goes, this happens to you a lot. Why does this happen to you a lot? Heidi knows why it happens to her a lot. <laughs> No, but Heidi looks confused. She's like looking around, like, why does this happen a lot? No, bullshit. She knows why it happens a lot. (laughs) But yeah, Jeffrey's model, I think, generally just like didn't feel good that day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they gave her a pass for nearly fainting. Like, oh, it's okay that she nearly fainted. But the other model repeatedly nearly faints. The other model isn't eating on runway day. (laughs) You're right. You're absolutely right. I should scratch that. I just wanted another Morgan written badly. Yeah, I miss Morgan. She was fun, but this part I was like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. This this isn't cool. <laughs> like, no. But my last comment is the reunion was really boring, but I'm looking forward to factually. This reunion was boring compared to the last other two, which were messy. Yeah. Well, yeah. This wasn't. There wasn't quite as many fights in this one. I don't think they let them drink in this one. Yeah, they weren't drinking. Right. Because <laughs> um, what's her face spills the wine? That was like iconic. <laughs> uh, it ended with them predicting who they think is going to win. All the designers talk about who they think is going to win, and then they had a video of previous designers talking about who they think is going to win. And Robert from was it last season or the first season says that he thinks Daniel Franco will win. Yeah, it, it was he was first season. So yeah, I know that was funny, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Daniel Franco, just leave that man alone." <laughs> Daniel Franco incidentally thinks Laura's gonna win. He's the only one who thought Laura's gonna win. But I, and then when I heard him say that, I wasn't surprised because that lace 
outfit that set him home was very uh, like Laura-esque <laughs> yeah but most of them think Michael's gonna win I think maybe one or two said Jeffrey but most of them I heard there was one Uli too oh yeah Uli Someone's we got like four Uli. designers we got a big fashion week I wonder if they're doing decoy this year I don't know who would be the decoy who was the last to go home Kane, Kane right yeah look it up does he have a decoy what year was this 2007 just say season three decoy ran my shows okay i'm looking it up um i don't see anything maybe they did it that year because there was four Kane, what's his last name? <laughs> I don't know. His name's Kane. He's just Kane. It's not even his first name. I I found that when he his name's like Jonathan or something. John Kane Jalip. Jonathan Kane Jalaspi. Oh, nice. I don't think he has one then. I mean, it would have probably popped right up. Um, I see a video of him sewing a wedding dress or something in 2010. <laughs> he had a trunk show in December. Oh, he's got, yeah, so he has his own Wikipedia page. Oh, I was going to say, I don't remember that outfit, but that's right. He comes back for all stars. That's why I don't remember that. outfit. What outfit? It was like a blue skirt with like an orange and yellow vest. It was very weird. It was very cartoony. Show me. I already closed it. Find it. I want to see it in the, in the episode. Oh, you don't want to talk about. Chibata? <laughs> Big brother. Oh, yeah. We'll end with Big Brother. Oh, I'll stop recording it after that. I like it. It's very cartoony, though. That's cool. The model's she, very awkward, though. Yeah, she's not smiling. I, she looks like, like a cartoon where they always wear the same outfit every episode. Oh, look at that one. Ooh. What's that? I, have, I mean, I'm under... Kane, so I assume it's one of his all-star looks. Did he do that lace one? That's gorgeous. This one? No. Where's the lace one? This one? That one. This one? <laughs> I don't know what you're pointing at. I can't. No. Uh, all-star season two. It might have been him. I don't know. We'll get to all-star soon. Anyways, close up. Okay. Um, where am I? This has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with season three, episode 13, which is the finale. Are we going to do 13, 14? 
Yeah, we can do that. We'll do it together. Um, We're talking about doing running commentary for TikTok for each of the runway shows, which I think would be hilarious. How are we going to do that? Look for that next week. How are we going to do that? Um, I figured we would watch for the podcast and take notes and then figure out like a script sort of of what we want to say. So, because I want it to be kind of like a, like when people are doing commentary on like sports or a parade or something, a parade's probably a better description. I don't (laughs) know. I think it'll be funny. (laughs) We'll figure it out.